we are more or less transforming the whole transportation system. So we have to think in new dimensions. And one of the key things that, I, that we're doing as well is that we're testing and testing and testing and we're creating like MVPs all the time and we learn and we change and maybe we need to do a pivot because we realize that, okay, we are going in the wrong direction. We need to go this way. We are allowed to do that. So that's a really cool environment. We hear more and more about the benefits of innovation labs within companies. The opportunity to ideate, test, and prepare new releases for the wider organization in a structured way is becoming increasingly commonplace. And it's no different for the team at the Volvo Group Connected Solutions Innovation Lab. To set some context for our conversation, the Volvo Group has recently announced that 50% of future revenue should come from services. That opens some exciting doors for an innovation team looking to identify new opportunities. In this conversation, I'm joined by Marlon Yonker, Senior Innovation Manager, and Ronya Rupas, Senior Service Designer, to find out how they are uncovering the latest and greatest advancements in the industry, from new techs to new ways of working, to ensure that the Volvo Group is perfectly positioned for the future. So welcome both of you to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great to see you both here. Thank you for joining us. How's DeCongress going for you so far? Have you managed to see much? Yeah, yeah. great. Um, <laughs> Some really seen... good uh, speakers in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and, and we were at this uh, China um, yeah. session. Yes, yeah, China's very, very good. Good. It uh, yeah. happens a lot there. Yeah, we have to keep Great. our eyes on. So I think it's going to be a good conference. Yeah. But talking about our conversation, so let's start with some introductions. I gave very brief introductions into both of you, but maybe Marlon, we can start with you. Tell us more about you, your role, and what you're doing. Yes. So I come from a background with startup, uh, and then I worked with innovation both in private and uh, public sector. Okay. And uh, my role at the innovation lab is to. Uh, keep the teams, the innovation teams going, uh, find new business uh, and uh, get them to have the right market fit and support the team. Uh, other than that, I do like everything around businesses with the communication, branding and yeah, with the Lots. talented people. <laughs> so actually, I just summarize it. I, I, I create a startup with my awesome team. Amazing. That sounds incredible. Um, and how about you, Ronya? Uh, yeah, so I, I work together with Malin and, and the rest uh, of the people in our team as a senior service designer. Uh, so I have a similar background coming from startups and larger corporations, both public and uh, private sector. Uh, and my role in the, app, in the lab is to stay uh, user focused and I support the different, all our different projects with, uh, to make sure that we are solving the right problem for the right user in a great way. So more or less the whole um, uh, design process from, user research to ideation, prototyping, testing, and all that. So I have a lot of fun. Great. Yeah. And the perfect segue into my next question, because we're going to talk a lot about what the Innovation Lab actually does and how you measure it and how you actually work. So let's dive straight into that conversation then, shall we? We've got lots to cover. I mentioned in the introduction there the framing of the business opportunity that Volvo Group currently has. So the Volvo Group is looking to secure 50% of revenue through services in the coming years. Can you tell me more about how that ambition 
where that ambition comes from and what that means for you as an innovation lab. So what do you need to do to be able to make that a reality? Yeah, one of uh, the lab's mission is actually to create a lot of these revenue streams that we have to do. Uh, and uh, our mission is to create the next horizon of growth. So, and that's really related to this goal with the 50% uh, of the revenue stream should come from, from services by 2030. So uh, that's what we are uh, trying to do, find new opportunities, build some uh, MVPs around it, test it and see if we find some some values and some new opportunities that we can that support that. Because 2030 is not that far away at all, is it? This is going to come around very quickly. Yeah. So let's talk about new ways of working then. How do you make that a reality? What are you doing in the Innovation Lab? Tell us more about what the Innovation Lab actually does, how it's positioned, and how you actually work to make these new revenue streams a reality. Yes, yeah, so uh, we are uh, a part of the Volvo Group, yeah. uh, but uh, we are um, having uh, our own way of working. Mm -hmm. uh, so we uh, create new kind of, of, of projects within uh, our lab, and we have a process uh, that uh, uh, contains three different steps. Okay. Uh, so the first one is the uh, discovery part where we like first just trying to it's, it's very like uh, user research heavy and uh, market research heavy trying to to find understand the market understand our users try to to find uh, the needs the pains the gains yeah. um, and to validate that need have a, like a um, business idea around it uh, and so forth and and then we present it we pitch it to our innovation council and they take a decision if this is like is is this something that we should go Spot further? Legs. Yeah. So and then we move over to our next phase, which is uh, uh, incubation. And yeah, and there we start with the prototype, and there we're also very customer centric. Like we go out test all the time with the customers to make sure that we are actually developing the right stuff. Uh, and this way of working is very like not as usual as we <laughs> do it in Volvo okay. when we do a lot of uh, other machinery. Um, but yes, we are extremely customer-centric, listen to them. And also that phase will turn out that if we go into a new brand, if we are going to into a BA or something. So we have to do like branding, communication, and starting off by then going into the next phase, which is acceleration. Okay. And there we start with the pilot for the whole like system that we want to test. Mm -hmm. um, and the, in the acceleration phase, what we actually do is just to do what we are good at and try to scale it as much as possible. Yeah. And then our mission is ended in the Innovation Lab. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so three phases. So a very structured way of approaching innovation. Can you tell me more about the structure of the Innovation, it's innovation Lab itself? So how many people are there? How is that set up into teams? What does that look like? Yeah, so there is, uh, I think we're now with our Silicon Valley uh, team, uh, 36 yeah, okay, something yeah. around. Something we have around been 36. growing with 40% this yeah. year. So wow. It's, yeah. It's, it's a lot of, of people, a lot of new people to bring yeah. into that. Yeah. And in the lab, we have everything like UX designer, service designer, innovation managers, uh, front end, back end. 
So we are feasible, like we can take on tasks and create them by ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and we also have a, a great foresight manager looking into the future, trying to understand what's happening in the market and, and that kind of things as well. So we, it's a broad team. Uh, with a lot of like diversity we come from all over the world uh so it's a really exciting environment to be with uh, to work with it and, and uh that's also how we put up the different um teams uh for our different projects so it's a little bit depending on what type of role you have but usually you are involved in one or several different projects and you you do uh what you're doing and different phases of the projects yeah. are also like more intense maybe on the design and then it's more intense yes. on the development mm -hmm. so it's always uh, yeah. yeah but we need to work uh, agile that's yeah. the uh, only uh, thing that we always need to do and then every project is designed the way it needs to be for that specific uh, project so it's like uh, the lab is like a zoo with a lot of different animals, uh, <laughs> a bit like this glass box. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> a zoo with lots of different animals inside. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's that's a really like everybody has to work agile because we work so close to our customers, so we have to be agile in order to yeah. change and everything, and we have to keep an open mind. Um, and everybody is so talented and are so good at what they're doing so everybody's voice get heard gets heard in like all the projects as well yeah. and we can see that with the diversity mm. that we actually get a lot of that it's amazing to work in a team like that it makes yeah. going to going to work every day a joy i imagine how do we take all of this so the structure that you talked about those three phases this team setup how do you take all of that and actually create value out of innovation? Because lots of people talk about innovation all the time. And it's more than just ideas, isn't it? It's more than just coming up with really interesting ideas and hoping they work. How do you actually innovate with a purpose and make sure that you're creating value? <laughs> it's... <laughs> I mean, we're creating startups here and you never know which one is a unicorn, which one will work or not. Uh, we know that we can fail. And that is why also that we can give it a lot. And then we have to come to a point, all these check, health checks that we have to see, are we, are we going to continue with this or not? Um, but also, um, sorry, I missed your question. I had a point there. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, is that how do you make sure you create value out of the situation? Yeah, exactly. So, so even that? though we do uh, create a unicorn, there we have the, the revenue value, which is there, but also during the paths that we take with the customer experience, the design and how we work and in, in which order, we learn a lot. And every project that we've done in the Innovation Lab is actually a very good source of knowledge as well yes, and yeah. we are like refining ourselves all the time to become better and more agile and create more value yeah. um so it's not always the value of the i mean the money the money value because yeah. we see a lot of other values and it is learning we have to learn a lot uh in order to do this as well yeah because we are more or less transforming the whole transportation system so we have to think in new dimensions and one of the key things that, I, that we're doing as well is that we're testing and testing and testing and we're creating like MVPs all the time and we learn and we change and 
we do another testing and then we learn again and maybe we need to do a pivot because we realize that, okay, we are going in the wrong direction. We need to go this way and uh, we are allowed to do that. So that's a really cool environment because it's, it's in the end, we should create this value, but the value that we uh, create in the end is maybe not the same value as we thought that we would create in the beginning. Yeah, that's so, an interesting take on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's very uh, interesting to talk about innovation in the context of an innovation lab within an organization, because you talked about the processes that you have in place, the fact that there's so much testing and learning that gets involved. Do you ever feel like you can come up with the most incredible idea that could really do something? It could really be impactful. It could really make a difference. But actually, once it's gone through that whole process, it sort of loses its magic a bit once you start assessing kind of the real business, you know, how is this, how is this going to work in reality? Do you feel like your innovations have to be a little bit restrained? Is that the right word? I don't know. No, I don't <laughs> No, but I think we can have like great visions regarding it, but then we also need to, I mean, if you have an idea, that's your idea and that's what you think. And everybody may not think as you either. Yeah. But so with that said, an idea can seem perfect, but then we do the market research. We do like everything. And you and realize it's just not going to fly. That, no, it's not going to fly. Yeah. And, and, and I also think that you should consider this thing that like the world is changing all the time. So even if you had a great idea, if you... A uh, month ago, maybe it's not relevant anymore because yeah. the landscape changed or something new came up. And I mean, then we just have to kill that idea or maybe yeah. we just pause it. Or the, it can also be sometimes that this idea, the market is not ready for this idea exactly. uh, at this moment, but it will be uh, uh, in a few years or, 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 or so. And then we, so we always keep this backlog with a lot of say, different. Do you keep a load of ideas yeah. on the back oh, yeah. <laughs> Ideas and projects. The ones and, that you're just waiting for the perfect opportunity. Yes. Exactly. Because it's a, it's a lot about timing as well. It's, yeah. it's, uh, since we, it's, uh, we're changing the ecosystem in, in many ways. So it's not only like, one little thing that has to work it's like so many things Everything and it has to to be at the same time because otherwise we we won't create that value because we are related to to a lot of different things and and i think that's also sometimes related to like we are mainly creating business to business uh, services and and solutions and products and and the end user is not always the person who's going to pay for it because that might be someone else, a manager or owner. And, and so it's, it's not, you can't only create the great experience for the end user. You have to do that, but you also have to think about all the other things and all the other players in the ecosystem and what they want and are willing to to um to change or um or if they're even mature to change exactly yeah and that's so. something that we talked about when we were having this prep prep meeting for our discussion which is something i'd never thought about really but we can come up with the greatest ideas and advancements in the industry but actually if your customers aren't ready for them then they're totally there's no value in them and if we look at volvo the volvo group as an, as an example how do you really understand what your customers are ready for, how far you can push the innovations, how far you can shift or change that full ecosystem without damaging the brand. 
By testing, I guess. Yeah, by testing. <laughs> it is. I mean, uh, Volvo wants to do this and uh, it's a really good, like, we get it a lot in the lab that we feel the support from, from the group. Uh, and in the lab, we also, if we need some expertise in some area, uh, we have the whole group to support us mm -hmm. and they actually do it. Uh, so I also think that they are helping us and we are helping them as well to understand their customers, like pinpoint new customers and see. But it's true, as you say, you never know if they're mature enough. You never know if they want to do this at this moment. Um, we also have a lot of partnerships that sometimes can support us with this, like we're with Stanford, Hyper Island, uh, Mobility X Lab, Drives in Tel Aviv. Like we're also yeah. like out there in in the market and yeah. try to understand what what's happening and what is changing, and and so that's also like the a lot of input and insights that we get from uh, from being like also extrovert to the to the whole world and and the industry and how much do you do that how much do you look at what your competitors are doing or what else is going on not just within the mobility industry but elsewhere in the industry how how much of a reference do you take from them i mean we have our foresight manager who looks into different things all the time uh, yeah. and i think also the people working in the innovation lab they are so curious about yeah. so many things so like it could go a weekend and then someone comes up with like have you seen this or have you seen this and you know it is that kind of culture and environment that is like just you have it welcomes the ideas exactly yeah. and since all the different projects uh, are very different it's it's really depending on the project on what other industry you you want to have a look at or if you uh, see any uh, similarities between uh, something else so it's hard to like say pick one or so but um, everywhere everything where you can get inspired I mean uh, it's a lot of uh, uh, business to consumer solutions at this conference today, but still we have learned a lot, got a lot of uh, inspiration and and how we can bring that into the lab is, is a great yeah, way as I well. Yeah, and I mean, innovation is like comparing, like combining things. And we just saw this like TikTok is now actually an e-commerce site. Yeah. Uh, they're taking over <laughs> yeah. Alibaba's e-commerce. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so why can't we in the innovation lab with Volvo uh, take over something else that is totally, you know, out of our scope, but is so close to us mm. anyway? Uh, so it, like, because if we take there, it was that they were losing customers from one platform to another. Uh -huh. And I think that's a common common case in like so many, many businesses yeah, absolutely. that you actually take care of all your customers the whole way through the whole journey as mm. well. Uh, so yeah, we, we can take a look at any industry and like just tweak it and see where it like, how can we do this? Can we use this one? Mm. So like all the other industries becomes like a library of what we can 
just try. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's amazing. So much to look at and so many things to think about. I just want to go back to the ways of working conversation because I think for other companies that are considering having an innovation lab within their business and we want to try and understand the value of an innovation lab rather than just a few people thinking about new ideas all the time. You talked about that phased process earlier, that three phase, the horizon process or the, using the horizon one, two, three, right? Yeah, so uh, that's the, uh, the horizon one, two, three is about like the horizon one it's very much about uh, keep on developing uh, your core business yeah. and uh, everything that you are doing. And Horizon 2 is is looking ahead of that and tr maybe try to find new type of services and products for your existing uh, customers. Yeah. And Horizon 3, well, then you're finding totally new customers that Volvo are maybe not engaged Never with. Never considered with. No. So, and that's the Horizon 2 and Horizon 3. That's where we that's our playground. So we should not be in Horizon One because we should stretch uh, Volvo. And we, yeah, our mission is to cr create new horizon uh, of growth. And then we have to go outside the core business, and we have to to find that. So, and I think like sometimes related to that is that you think about a innovation that it always has to be like really cool new type of techniques and that kind of things and it can be and it should be and that's a, a really nice uh, way to do innovation but sometimes if you also look at the need for for something that you want to like do this transition uh, from one state to another it can only it can also be like just you're putting um uh old techniques together and you create a new type of service yeah. and you you solve a need yeah. and yeah we were talking about that example when we were uh, yeah. yeah last time we were talking that the e-scooter e for example yeah. you have the a very old kick bike and you have the gps you have the smartphone and you have the like the small um batteries and now we have a totally new transportation mode and it's really solving a big pain and need for the the users, right, to to be able to to get around, around in this, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, and that's not it's not something brand new when it comes to to the uh, technical part, but putting them together and you create a lot of new values, Extra value, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it can be so many different things, and I, I think that some that you should open and be like uh, open your uh, spectrum and not only think that it has to be like a lot about the like, coolest techniques, but also like how can we put things together in a new way. And that's exactly as Ronya said, you we're talking about what industries do we look in, but like all industries are very important for us to see yeah. in that sense. If yeah. we want to combine things, I mean, you can find something there and yeah. something there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very important to keep an open mind in of what others do, not only our competitors. What, what you're doing yourself. I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but working in an innovation lab, how do you see this as being different from continuous improvement? So what many other companies would refer to as continuous improvement, just recognizing that something needs to be improved and working out how to make it better. How do you see an innovation lab as achieving something different to that? We do not do any improvements <laughs> for uh, the products we have today. Volvo does have oh, really? products uh, mostly uh, today that they're selling. Uh, so yeah, I think it's that. And we have to create something new in order to create next horizon of growth and uh, 
support Volvo in having their new revenue streams mm -hmm. for 2030 as well. But still, Volvo has a lot of knowledge, and we can use that, and they can yeah. learn, and we can learn from them. So yeah. having Volvo in, how do you say, like supporting us, that big player with like such an old company with so much knowledge, that's a that's a great opportunity. And at the same time, we can be out there with the partners, uh, learning from them. So so it's like the best of two worlds comes together and then that's where we're trying to do some magic i guess <laughs> yeah i reckon like if you own if you're only doing improvements of course it can come innovations from that as well oh yeah we do do it like this and it's a new innovation but we actually are not looking at our products at all no. we are looking yeah. the other way yeah um so yeah, because yeah. that's that's the framework. We're in Horizon 2 and 3, so yeah. we should not be there. And the, the difference between that is that we are looking at different type of customers, different kind of segments, different type of users. So when we do the research, maybe we do the research with a little twist, not only looking at, oh, this is our main uh, customer segment. Let's go and talk to them. Maybe we should talk to their customer or their customers' customers or uh, one yeah. of their su support processes or whatever. And also in the early phases, we ask uh, we ask the question: Is this going to be living inside of Volvo or is it going to live outside of Volvo? Okay. Uh, so that is also, I mean, if we decide in an early phase that we are living inside of Volvo, uh, we do take like, because there's so many initiatives, so we do take like more into those so they can go hand by hand. Okay. Uh, but in those cases that we think we will go outside Volvo, we we really do it our own way. Like we're, we are starting startups, so... It's a really cool way to think about it. For all of the people who are here at D-Congress or for other companies who might be listening to this and understanding the true value of having a, a, an in-house, if you want to call it, innovation lab, what's the primary thing for you both? What do you see as being the key takeaway for you as, as why it's important and why it adds value? Um, first, I would say have diversity. Uh, a diversified team with like all the knowledge that you need and all the different uh, talents. Uh, and I'm going to take a second one and then you can go for the third one. <laughs> but also the freedom, the freedom that you can actually just work in which agile uh, set of working, way of working that you actually yeah. want that yeah. suits you, that suits the team. Yeah. Um, and then also, if you set up the innovation lab with with all these partnerships that I already been talking about, but then you you get like a natural uh, outside in perspective because sometimes it's 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 very easy to just like have this inside out perspective because that's you know your everyday yeah, work yeah. and and that. But having that these type of channels, you're kind of forced to get these. Uh, outside in perspective and I think that's something very valuable as well to to make sure that you are not going in the wrong direction or just to get inspired yeah. so 
Yeah. It's been so interesting to speak to you both. And we've used up our half an hour already. That's gone oh, wow. incredibly yeah. fast. Like <laughs> right? I, know. I know it's gone really quickly. So thank you both so much for joining me and for speaking about everything that's going on in the Velvet, Velvet Innovation Lab. It's super interesting. I hope thank you enjoy you. the rest of D Congress. Thank yes. you. Speak Thanks. to you soon. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks a lot. You've been listening to the latest transformation series from Valtec Cafe. Hit subscribe to get access to our whole back catalogue of conversations. And if you'd like to know more about what we do, why not visit us at valtech.com for all the details. Until next time, thanks for listening.